Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. This is Your Financial Mission. I'm Mark Kaywood, along with Janine Theus, the CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors. Check her out online at theuswealthadvisors.com. Janine, today I want to talk a little bit about vacation planning because you may think this is crazy, but it's said that the average person spends more time planning vacations than planning for retirement, which seems silly, but I can see it. I mean, you want to make sure you find that right VRBO, Airbnb, and when it comes to retirement, it's intimidating, and so sometimes you just don't want to mess with it. But we're going to, in light of that, trick you into planning for retirement by making it sound like we're planning your vacation. See what I did there? So here's a list of things that we need to think about. The first being, where will I lay my head at night? Yeah, this is great because uh, this is exactly true. People, well, in one, it's way more fun to plan your vacation. Oh, of course. I'd rather th- I'd much rather think about going to the beach than permanent unemployment. Yeah, exactly. So here's a question for, for everybody is, uh, do you spend more money on vacation than you do when you're not on vacation? And of course you do. Most people do. Well, in retirement, you're on permanent vacation, so you better have a plan. So where will I lay my head? Obviously, the right lodging for vacation is important. Where are you going? You staying at a hotel, an Airbnb, you know, the VRBO. So you have to ask some pretty serious questions about retirement. Am I going to stay in my current house or am I going to downsize? What does that look like? If I leave the state I've been living in for 30 years and move to another state where I have to make new friends, what is the lifestyle that you want? Are you going to live in the city where there's a lot going on? Are you going to live move to the urban? suburban areas. You're going to have a mortgage payment or not. That could work out in your to your advantage to have one, but it's going to depend obviously on interest rates, cash flow, what else you have going on in assets, you know, whether you have pensions or not. All those things factor in. Would you be better off to rent or own? Most people are going to own because if you downsize at 62, 63 and you move to a new house, you're going to be there for 25 years, most likely. A little longer you than know. vacation. Yeah, a little longer. Yeah, exactly. Um, so renting, I don't know. For some people, they want to rent because they don't want the hassle of homeownership. Because you know, as soon as you move to that new place, it's a fix or repair daily. <laughs> and so there are those costs you did not see. Is it, you know, again, is it beneficial to move to another state or town where taxes are lower? Here's an interesting thing about this. If you move out of Maryland, well, yes, you're, a lot of taxes are going to go down for you. But here's, you got to be really careful because if you move to Texas, the sales tax is 8% versus the Maryland 6. So they get everybody equally on the sales tax and then they're going to get you on the property tax because it's higher than in Maryland. <laughs> so you just have to look at those kinds of taxation vehicles, if you will, when you're deciding to move. Yes, those are important questions to think about. I know that we talked before we started taping this particular podcast about a friend of mine who lived in D.C., 
And when she retired, she moved to North Carolina saying she did not want to own a home anymore. She wanted to rent. And so she rented, she found a farmhouse out in the countryside in North Carolina, rented a farm. I don't even think she has a TV. She just has a radio and she loves it. She enjoys going out for walks in the field and hearing the birds and uh, working around on the farm. And that's what's important to her. But it is important to think through those questions and plan for them appropriately. Now, this next one I want to talk about, I'm, I'm a bigger guy, Janine, and I like to eat. So for me, if I'm going on vacation, the first thing I think is, where am I going to eat? What's the food situation going to be like? That's a big factor for people. And, and these days, with breweries popping up everywhere and sports bars and wineries, etc., the choices, the selections has exploded, even around this area. So in retirement planning, where am I going to eat represents a broader question about lifestyle. So that goes back to, am I going to live in town? Because if I'm living in town or in the city, there's a whole lot available to you and you could be eating out every night. And that's going to do a significant number on your budget. And most people, when they're retired, they're so busy with activities, they don't want to cook. Although some folks do get into gourmet cooking, but that's a cost in itself. You know, what other hobbies are you going to have? that you're going to make time for and money for scuba golf, you know, you can only golf so much, but Hey, th- those kinds of things, those activities aren't free. So you've got to kind of plan for how you're going to address those different activities. If you're going to be spending a lot of time with grandkids, you're going to be incurring extra expenses to entertain them, take them places, go. If you're traveling to see them back and forth, back and forth while they're little, that's an extra expense. So you've got to plan some of the cash flow into your retirement situation. Right. And thinking of the cost, what about some of the unexpected cost? I know that I went down to Florida a few years back to watch a football game at Florida State. And about midway down, I got into South Carolina. We blew out a tire and had to pay for a rental car the rest of the trip, which it was fine. We ended up having a great time. My team won. At the same time, that was an unexpected cost on that trip that we incurred that we weren't ready for. And in retirement, you're going to have some of those unexpected costs. And that just comes with life. I mean, anybody who's lived long enough knows that happens. Right. Life happens. So you get in an accident. You've got toll roads. You've got filling up the rental car. You've got gas, the price of gas. If you like to travel, you know, in a car, the cost of gas is significant to your cost of the trip, especially if you're renting an RV, checking baggage all the taxes there. If you're staying at hotels, I can't believe how many taxes are on hotels. So those kinds of things will add up. Major home repairs, a new car, because you've kept your car for 15 years and you're so proud of that, but now it's time for a new car. Uh, And then, of course, nursing home or assisted living or those kinds of care if you become sick or things. Those are hard to foresee. So playing what if which is a contingency plan. Uh, you know, back in, in the military, you have contingency plans. There's plan A, B, C, because stuff always happens. And plans never go, or rarely go, I should say, as planned. So, or missions, I should say, rarely go as planned. So you really need to do a pretty objective look at what are my costs so I can build in a little extra wiggle room. And another question to think about, Janine, is who's going to plan for me when I'm gone? I know that I like to travel, and back when I was in college, I could just take off for the weekend, no big deal. Now that I'm out in in adult life and a working job, as it were, it seems that when I go on vacation, I have to make sure that somebody's covering my rear end on the job while I'm gone. Otherwise, the work doesn't get done. What does that look like in retirement? 
Well, it is a little bit different. Uh, typically, you're you have a lot more freedom, but we now are in a more connected world than ever. So you're taking your emails and your voicemails with you, as everybody has a cell phone. Exactly. Um, if you get a newspaper and magazines, obviously you got to have a neighbor pick them up for you, and the mail. You've got to stop the mail. Or if you have pets and you're not taking your pets, you're going to have to check them at the local pet, not pet nursery. <laughs> doggy daycare. The doggy daycare, that's it. So, you know, those are things that we all do that now. I think one of the things that's very difficult for folks to start thinking about is what happens at the death of the first spouse? Will the remaining spouse be able to continue living without making significant financial changes? Are there things that one spouse is very good at and has been taking care of that the other spouse will now have to pick up the slack on? Or is she, he going to need help? So those are things that require conversations. It would be great if everybody had those conversations with their kids, their adult children, before you get to that point, because you just never know when something's going to happen. So building that into your life plan, I think is very important. You know, who's going to be my advocate if something happens, at least have a conversation and at least get something down on paper so that those things will be taken care of as you wish them to be taken care of. Right. There are several tough questions that are going to come up as you plan for retirement, but they're important questions to ask, and they're ultimately going to leave you with a more satisfying retirement as the time comes. And if you're already retirement, you're probably facing some of these questions already. And so it's good to have someone guiding you through some of these difficult dilemmas that you're going to face. After all, if you've stuck with us this long on the podcast, you've realized we tricked you. We're not planning for vacation. We're planning for permanent vacation, which is a wonderful thing, but you have to be prepared for it. So if you've stuck with us for this long, I would encourage you to come in for a visit with Janine. Give her a call at 443-718-6310. You can also check her out online at theuswealthadvisors.com. She is your financial commander, and she's ready to take your questions and help you plan for this next great adventure. We thank you for joining us today. This has been Your Financial Mission.